0: Uh, We back, welcome to my pocket, my pocket, my pocket, I should make a new theme song, in my pockets, in my pockets, I don't know why, I don't, uh, hey, you know what it is, 2022, the year of being relentless, That's uh, that's what I've been saying, that's what I'm all about, that's my focus. Uh, today's episode is going to be question and answer I'm doing part 3 i done 2 full episodes and then I did like a mini episode of answering questions that I just oh ok I should probably mute my phone <laughs> that's uh, Lynch, not professional I'm going to be honest with you I have this new iPhone 13 because I'm fancy and I don't know how to operate it yet like I haven't me and my wife had iPhones way back when. You know, we're talking about the, the Nanos. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you remember the iPhone shuffles? And uh, the ones that just had music on it before they launched the iPhones. And everybody was like freaking out. Where my fucking buttons at, man? I'm not, I can't have a phone without no buttons. And then, <laughs> then um, they, they they came out and they were fine. Like, you you didn't need the buttons and... Uh, honestly it it has a lot to do with the camera and the phone essentially i think android phones are a lot more simplistic as far as like user-friendly for just navigation i think the iphone phone just in general is just a lot more it's a lot more complex but not necessarily in a negative way it's just a lot more detailed gives you a lot more options and um I think toward the end, like if you figure it all out, it's, it's probably more, more simple, uh, for the user. So I don't know if, are you, are you Apple or are you droid? I I feel like it's a little bit of a cult, like, especially Apple, like, <laughs> um, okay, this is stupid, but like, Hey, my emojis on my Apple phone are realistic as fuck. Okay. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's shit like that. Like, <laughs> um, I'm I'm so I don't know if this is uh, OCD or just being anal, but certain social medias with my old phone, like when I would post like a flame <laughs> emoji, I didn't like the way it looked on certain <laughs> on certain platforms. Okay, so it it sort of re- reframed me from using certain emojis. The apple is just like across the board, boom. This is like a real human heart, okay? <laughs> like, it's, it's, like someone sat down and was like, let's make this shit real. Eggplant, someone give me a dick in here right now. <laughs> let's just, let's get a real dick and an eggplant, m- infuse them together. And that's how we have emojis on the apple fault. So <laughs> It's 2022. I had, epi- uh, I had an episode, I had episode, I had a show for New Year's that I want to briefly talk about. It's just something amazing about uh closing out the year, bringing in the new year with uh the thing that you love to do. It, it's such a blessing, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm still slightly recovering from losing my voice. This episode was recorded a couple days after the new year, so. I know by the time you hear it, it's going to be close to February, but, uh, as far as just keeping the comedy, I want to make sure I'm sharing those comedy experiences. So it was, it was a really fun show, uh, I wore a hat because that's my thing. Okay. <laughs> like if you're not following me on social media, you are missing out on all the glory that it's me and hat. Okay. <laughs> it's like we are becoming an item and i i was i was able to i was able to do something with my set that i thought was really cool i was able to just fuse a new joke with an old joke with crowd work and sort of seamlessly like just sort of make it all sound like either i've been telling them all for years or they're all brand new and i think that's part of the 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 magic or the trick is to make it look easy. Even though it's not easy. You know like people in any profession. You know sports where they. You know Steph Curry with the three. Like it makes it look easy. But this is years and years. Of practicing and hard work. And not everybody can do it. So. I It, it was a really fun set. <laughs> I talked about. I don't know if I shared this on the podcast. But I talked about last year. My dad got. Uh, diagnosed with prostate cancer, and I'm—I was rooting for cancer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I know that's like a horrible thing to 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 say, and and it comes from a place of jokes. Like these, these are jokes. <clears throat> Do I mean some of my jokes? Absolutely. That's that's kind of why I say majority of them, but. Just something like that. Just kind of sharing these these things that are happening, and and making light of them, and just and just trying to connect more to the audience. That's that's just one of my biggest goals of twenty twenty two. It's just connecting with the audience. I feel like can are you funny? Daddy? it? Yeah, we've already established that my material is great. My crowd work is great. That doesn't mean I don't have, you know, bad shows or shows where I can do better, but it definitely, for me at least means, all right, that's, that's good. Like, you know, if, if your jumper is good, let me work on the, on the hook, you know, let me work on the sky hook or let me work on the fadeaway. Like now it's time for me to start working on different aspects of my comedy. And the, the focus right now is how do I connect with the audience? Um, whether that is, like I said, just going a little bit deeper, telling more intimate stories, um, kind of bringing up things on stage that I, I hadn't in the past. And I I really want to, I really want to search to, to find a new place of sharing, you know, like just, just, uh, well, you know, we'll see. So that, that's, that's that. It was a great show. Um, I took a, (laughs) a caramel, a caramel edible, which was new for me. I thought they, I mean, I thought it was like cookies and brownies and, you know, gummies, but caramel, like, like, like for real, I, I, I bet, I bit it and my teeth sparkled. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if that's what's supposed to happen. And I had a, I had a, <laughs> I had a double size Twix What a, a uh, king size Twix, which was four as opposed to two. And I swear to God, I ate them in like thirty seconds, like all four of them. And I, <laughs> I don't want it to sound, I don't want to sound all gay and shit. But I just, I'm, sho- I'm shoving these, these twigs in my mouth, <laughs> like, like, like full twigs. You know, you, you're supposed to bite the twigs, put the rest of it in your mouth. You're not supposed to put the whole twigs. Just, mm, like, I'm just, I'm just shoving Twix in my mouth. Okay, just, just deep throating this shit out of these uh, right twigs. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was high. I was high as shit. I like I like being high in a very controlled situation. So I was back in my hotel alone and I was just, you know, catching up on like the sports center was in the background and like I was there was nothing insane about it. You know, I don't I don't like being high around a bunch of people or being in an uncomfortable scenario, you know whether that's multiple people or just people I don't really fuck with like that, but more importantly, like I like the option of when it's time for me to go, I can go, when it's time for me to go to sleep, <sighs> you know what I'm saying, so it was a fantastic show and very much enjoyed it, so um, let's, let's jump right into the, the questions, I've, I've looked at all of them and I didn't have a chance to like, alright, here's what I'm going to say for each one, so they're, they're still relatively new to me. Question number one, is there any material you have had in the past that you have chosen to no longer perform due to societal changes? If so, what was it? Uh, what was the catalyst for that decision? Um, so we were talking about this, me and my barber a couple of weeks ago, as far as just the kind of the evolution of comedy, like when when you first start off or when i first started off i just was saying whatever i wanted well i would just say whatever i thought was funny what people wanted me to 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 say and, and talk about and a large part of that is just you know <laughs> like just gross and and like shock value and me and my girlfriend now wife like just just like relation like just just going in on um like sexual crude material right? And, you know, my, my, my girlfriend at the time, she would, she would laugh and she would, you know, be embarrassed, but I think there was also a part of, okay, the audience is laughing. So, so we're good. Right. Um, I think, I think the issue sometimes is if you're doing that type of material, whether it's, you know, sharing personal information or stories and, and they're not fucking with it. Like they're, this is. This is horrible. Where's the funny? Where's the punchline? Get off the stage, right? Then, then I can understand a boyfriend and girlfriend being like, "Don't take my shit on stage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't be, don't be, don't do that no more." So, after learning substance and 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 experiencing, you know, life and sort of growing with the material, um, that doesn't mean I don't still embarrass. Okay, so so I I, I have not taken. I haven't turned my phone on silence, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how to. <laughs> like, like, like I thought I thought by turning the volume down that would have done it, <laughs> but it did not. So I fear that there will be ringing in the background for this episode, and I know I'm gonna get some shit because. I know there are certain people that listen and then sometimes they give me feedback. Okay. And then we talk about it. And then, and then they be like, you, you're fucking, you won episode. here was dinging the whole time. And I'm like, I'm, I apologize. So I should have learned how to operate an iPhone 13 prior to the episode. Yes, that is correct. However, I'm a baller, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm like this is where I'm at in life. And, uh, we ju- we're just gonna have to power through together. Even this entire time, I'm looking on my phone, and it's it's super foreign to me, which is crazy. Like I said, because we used to have phones, iPhones, way back when. But it's it's almost like learning a new language. <laughs> like I feel I feel very I feel very uh, I don't want to say dumb because that ain't it, but I definitely feel. Uh, disabled? And now, now people are gonna be like, "Oh, you just gonna compare yourself to someone with no legs?" Is that what is that what you doing? To-? I apologize. There, there's no right way to feel. Okay, <laughs> there's, there's just no type of um. Yeah. So, with that being said, yeah, in, in the relationship, I felt like okay, maybe I don't need to do this particular these particular types of jokes. Like there, there's. Some other aspects of our relationship that I can talk about that, that didn't involve sex or or sexual, you know, acts and things like that. So there there was a part of just naturally wanting to be a better comedian and wanting my material to to be a little bit more universal, um, cleaner in in a way. But but me not me not. <laughs> there be times where like in the early days you do a show and then you see like an old woman or old man in the crowd and you you almost feel like you're back in church you know like hey i'm sorry sorry about that you know what i'm saying like that was um that was a little that was dirty it was a little it was that was a lot so um for that for that the the material has changed and i bring all that up because sometimes you know, involving people in my life, in my in my jokes and in my bits, and sometimes in my podcast. And sometimes I'm very, you know, conscious about those things. But at the same time, there, there's sort of like for me a responsibility to the source material. Like, if th- this is a huge controversial controversial conversation or or debate, like say me and you go through something, right? And it's more your story than my story. Meaning, you went through it. Say, I held your hand through it, or um, you got beat up, you got jumped, and I came and picked you up. I'm a part of the story, but it's it's more your story than mine. the 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 conversation or the debate goes: If it's my story, don't tell other people, right? Because it's like, hey, that's my shit. Why are you out there telling my business, right? My my observation is it's our story <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like i can i'm gonna tell it from my point of view i, I showed up your face was in the ground you know what i'm saying or or whatever the case is like I'm- this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I'm, I'm being, I'm being funny, but I don't. I think there's there's a level of respect. Like, hey, I'm I'm gonna tell this story on stage, or hey, I'm gonna do this on my podcast. At that, I understand. But for someone to be like i'm mad at you because you you told my business are you telling my story like if if i'm in it it's our story you know what i mean so there there's more we can go into but i i'd rather not but with all that being said i feel like with the people in my life especially if we end a story together um it's it's going to get told if i feel like that's where the comedy is going so um To kind of answer the question, as it relates to like controversial topics, you know, um, I once said, uh, I once had a bit where uh, I I used the F word, the slur for gay, and I actually did that joke for New Year's. But instead of saying the F word, I just said homo, little homo, Uh, it's the, the, the context is football fans are the worst because they'll yell out anything and a grown man yelled at my my then four or five-year-old son you a little homo because he had a Jets jersey on you know (laughs) like you just they that's that's how aggressive football fans are they don't give a fuck right so is is you know there's the I'm an artist and I and I want to say these words and I want to stay true and You know, I've known many white comics to use the N-word on stage, so on and so forth. Um, Cat Williams, I think I've talked about this on a previous episode, had an interview where he just talked about, like, if you need to say these words, maybe you're just not as funny as you think. Or maybe you feel like your ignorance or your ability to ignore other people's feelings gives you a pass because it's the freedom of speech thing over and over again. My personal opinion is, it's all about evolution, right? We always want to evolve. So there is no reason to say the word, right? Um, I mean, I'm sure people will justify it. And I think uh, for gay people, if that is a word that they really want to take ownership of and, and use how they see, go for it. As a straight man, I sh- I should stay in my lane and be like you know, I really don't have a, a use for it in my vocabulary. Regardless if someone says it to me and I'm and I'm telling the story backwards, you know, I just felt like in the, in that moment of doing the joke, let's just find another word for this for the f word, right? Um, I think that should be the step forward, right? Like we don't we don't necessarily have to use certain words or attack certain groups of people. And if we are trying to go down that, 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 you know, rabbit hole of, of being controversial and and wanting people to think outside, whatever it is, I think there's, there's maybe a better way to do it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's still cap, you know, like, whether you kneel or sit down or do something about it or don't do something about it, it seems like people are still going to have an opinion. So for me, changing my material or changing certain words or topics just kind of comes from uh, getting older and involved and, and feeling like that is the better decision um, for me and my comedy. So great question. All right. Question number two. I got to get back to Jesus this I feel like if you have an iPhone, you should like uh, call or text me. Don't, don't call. Cause I don't want to talk on the phone, but like, <laughs> you know, you should be like, Hey, here's some, here's some Apple tips to make your life easy. Cause, uh, uh, what is your worst memory and your best memory? Ooh, that's a interesting one. My worst memory Oh my goodness. See here's the problem. I feel like I have a worse memory that I'm supposed to say. You know what I mean? Like my grandmother's passing away, or uh my brother going to jail, your dad leaving. Um They don't hit, <laughs> you know? <what> I'm saying? <laughs> they don't they don't hit. Um I I would say hmm, I would say maybe one of my w- worst memories and I can't, I don't even think this is like a worst memory. I think this is maybe like a top five is when I cheated on my girlfriend, my, my now wife, this was like uh, a year and a half into us dating. And, and I don't even know. I don't think it was that long. I think it was like six months in and I was so damaged from, my previous relationship where I had this mentality of I'm going to hurt her before she hurts me. And I didn't really think we were going to last long. So it was this very strategic um, planning. She was gone for the weekend and it happened and she came back and then, you know, like the guilt sets in and it's like, "Mm -hmm, I don't feel right about this. And so I told her and we both like ugly cried and we worked through it. And it was a real It was a real staple in our relationship for a long time, you know, where, you know, had to build back trust and where are we going and what are we doing? And And I think doing it that early really forced a lot of extra work on the back end where we went through things I don't think we needed to go through had that not happened. So there was just a lot of like, I have fucked up really bad and it it's a it's a worse memory or yeah it's a, it's it's bad it's a top one of those just because I know I I know I could have done better and I know she didn't deserve that and more importantly it, it wasn't like worth it or anything it wasn't you know Rihanna you know what I'm saying it was so uh, I just felt like I had really um, stepped outside of myself again I, and those are those are probably my worst moments when I do something and like, I lose my identity. Like I can't, you know, like when they say like outer body experience where I'm doing something and I'm like, this is it, you like, who the fuck is this guy? Sometimes I'm going to be honest with you. There's some savage moments where I'm like, that's my nigga. <laughs> like, like, like cheerio, you know, good, good job, day day. Um, but a lot of times. In that particular instance where I can't like recognize myself. I'm like, ooh, that's a bad look. So a great memory is uh, all three of my children being born. They were all very like, you know, different, but special. You know, the first one we were in Arizona, whole family was there pretty much. Or like my parents and her parents and, and her grandmother. And, you know, it was, we were laughing in the, the delivery room and parents were right outside. And I was counting with Monica, with my, that's my wife, and, and the Lamaze class and all those, you know, you're, you're, you're trained for this. <laughs> you know, it all comes back. And it, it was, it was crazy. You know, you had, a we had a child. And then the second time was, I think, flu season because it was February so like the hospital was shut down and nobody can be there so it was just me and her and it, we, we just, it was just me and her and I thought that was really cool that was the first time experiencing that and then you know 2020 was was you know COVID and a pandemic and we had our third and last child and it was our first daughter and that was special and I, I have to mention the second one was a very ugly child <laughs> so that was like a very unique six months <laughs> so um, definitely a great memory of my wife doing all the work as a <laughs> as a result of our sex our unprotected sex <laughs> uh, what or who inspired inspired you to become a comedian uh, I don't know like I feel like I gotta I would have to dig really deep. I just know the the idea of of performing comedy was was a shit to get off the pot. You know, like I, I had thought about it and I had sort of talked about it. And I felt like there was an opportunity that was just lingering. And if I don't do it the the whole like what if. So you know as the story goes, I found an open mic. I went there, this is like top comedy club in the in the country. Uh, in Minneapolis Acme Comedy Club and you know you you write your name and you write first time and if it's your first time you're guaranteed a spot I went by myself did three minutes was very first and really know what I was doing at all and it wasn't really a horrible set but it wasn't good and so that memory had stayed with me for over a year before I got back on stage and the second time I got back on stage I got an argument with my girlfriend at the time right before I got on stage and I just kind of recapped what had happened and it wasn't like hilarious or anything like that because it was kind of like a shitty open mic but there was something about like I felt so much better like just talking about what had just happened and there was chuckles in between which made me feel like okay I want to do this again Comedy didn't really start until 2011 in Phoenix, Arizona, and it was the same thing. I had moved to Arizona, and a year had gone by, and I had done comedy a couple of times within the you know the previous years. I'm like, shit, or get off the pilot. Let me just get on stage and try it and see what I think and how I feel. And the first time I got back on stage was, I, I didn't get bit by the bug, but I definitely felt like huh I, I, I want to do this again like you know the comedians will tell you there's a rush of of going through the process making people laugh making people feel good you feeling good you know like it's 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 deep and so after the first time I got back on stage I ended up finding a club and going to their open mic and that show was That show was the show, I still have it on my YouTube, that show was the show where I'm like, I want to, I want to do, I want to say I want to pursue this, but I, I don't know if that's really the word, I just knew I wanted to keep making people laugh, so I don't know in all of that what the actual answer is, there was no one person that said you should be a comedian, get on stage, my mother had always been very... Uh, supportive and I don't think there was one instant that I can think of that was like you're destined for this out of those two situations all I know is I I just wanted to give it a give it a shot and you know then I fell in love and here we are and last one is what scares what scares you the most I have two answers because one of the things that's, that that scares me still, it still scares me, and I, I've talked about it, I've joked about it. It's <laughs> it's passing away, and my name getting drugged through the mud. You know, what I mean, like just you know, like a, a cop shoots me, for example, and they you know bring up my Detroit days. And I'll be honest with you, like it's pretty squeaky clean, but like you know, they'll find a picture of me with a do rag on. Like this guy was a fucking drug drug dealer, gang banger on the witches you know, whatever it is. So, uh, character assassination is a, a huge fear of mine because they do it. They do it so much to black people. Uh, they do it so much to people. Um, I want to say, of uh, I want to say, importance or 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 you know, with a mission, but. You know, like like people love Martin Luther King now. Like people, Martin Luther King wouldn't have done this. <laughs> you, he wouldn't have looted. But people forget he was like a top most wanted or hated in America when he was alive. And it's so easy how we forget. So, character assassination still terrifies me more so for the memory of uh, you know more so for the people that. That I survived. Like my children and my wife, family, friends. Like for them to have to kind of go through that and say I'm famous. And they have to go, you know, their own book tours. And they have to look, try to defend me. Like like what they did with Michael Jackson. Like that should that should have be hard. Um, the other thing that, that scares me is, you know, my not being remembered for... Like like I pride myself on being a good dad. You know, and and I'm not a great dad. Like there's dads that like give every ounce of themselves to their children. I'm like, no, let me go let me go play the Switch for like twenty minutes. Leave me alone. Um But you know, having a dad that, that walked out, I it it would scare me if you know and, and I just found out that my dad's dad walked out on him so you know breaking traditions i guess was is dope but it it would scare me to have my kids and even my wife do you know like he's not a good dad or a, a good husband or a good man you know just from poor decision making or you know some of the million other reasons but I think that that would that would leave me with like I, I just I don't know how dudes do it I don't know how they'd be like family deuces so it it would scare me to be in one of those situations where I I was on the same like I was in the same breath of my dad you know what I mean like oh just like, like father like son <laughs> like I would be like I'm I'm a piece of shit so. All right, that's the that's the episode. Uh, it this is fun. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Uh, hope you have a great new year. I hope you get serious about the shit that you want to get serious about. Uh, I do have more questions, so I think I'll just collect a couple of more, and, and then I'll do another Q and A sooner than later. Uh, that's that's been my time, and uh, yeah, I'll talk to y'all when I talk to y'all. Uh, peace.